Okay. And we're live. Let's see what the mic sounds like, guys. I won't be here for long. Now I'm saying no uh no uh music or nothing like that. I just gotta find where did this live go? Cause I know we're live right now. Hold on a second. Let me see what the audio sounds like. Let me know in the chat if you can hear me, please. If we got anybody in the chat. Hold on a second. Let me see what the audio sounds like. Okay, the audio sounds good. All right. So if you're in the chat, what up, what up, what up? You know what I mean? Welcome to Solo TV 84. I'm your gracious host, Solomon Jones. Uh, Can you guys hear me? Okay, perfect. Because like I said, I'm not going to be too long. And this is... uh, My experience, five things I learned when I went monk mode, okay? Um, Now, everybody's going to have a different definition of what they deem monk mode and what monk mode did for them and things like that. I'm not here to argue about it. I'm just talking about my experience, right? That's why I titled five things I learned, right? And this happened a few years ago. Um... Uh, let's get straight into it, guys, because like I said, I won't hold you for long. If you have any questions in the chat, please super chat it because I do have the PowerPoint presentation up. So I'm trying to keep this as professional as possible and also make this efficiently for you guys as well. OK. All right. So here we go. Bunker Buster Squad, we're in the building. Now, before we begin, let's talk about Monk. what is Monk mode, right? Now, according to illimitablemen.com, which is a blog or a men's website. Monk Mode is a self-improvement framework for improving your worth and in turn increasing the quality of person you are. Monk Mode is about mitigating distraction and focusing solely on self-betterment by filling up your time with activities that improve you as a human being. Now, once again, credit is going to go to Illimitableman.com, because this is exactly what I did during, you know, that six months period a few years ago. And it's really, really important because there are a lot of factors that came into this. And, you know, I'm I'm, going to this is a very personal stream, guys. I mean, certain things I might go into detail uh, maybe later on, because I I am thinking about maybe writing a book, maybe because there's so much. Um, that if I were to do a live stream, it would take three hours to do, right? So I'm condensing a lot of information, a lot of stuff. But basically, there were a lot of factors that kind of pushed me to go monk mode. I, I didn't go through a divorce or I didn't get catch my girlfriend cheating or, or got put through the ringer in child support or nothing like that. What happened basically was I had... um a bunch of falling outs with friendships around the same time that really opened my eyes because um, what happened before was, you know, I was, I was kind of like, you know, I had lost my job and then um, I worked a a job temporarily, which I, I loathed was at a collection agency. I hated that shit. And then I was doing that for a, a bit and then I found a better job. Right. And this job, I started to make some decent money, right? Decent money enough where, um, you know, 
I was able to, you know, buy some nice trinkets and stuff like that. You know, nothing crazy, you know, a new TV, a new bed, stuff like that. And, you know, once again, I, I, you know, I used to go out a lot. I mean, that's not a secret. And, you know, it really, there was a, basically, I had a couple falling outs, not just with friends, but also with family members. And um, then also, of course, there was a girl that I was trying to impress. And so all of these things, and, and that went kaput, right? Because the girl, she kind of put, you know, I mean, she didn't put me in the friend zone, but she kind of put a style, she, you know, whatever. And so I, I just kind of like, with the fallings out where I felt I was being used, right, by people, and I kind of like opened up my eyes. Because when you ain't got shit, Nobody can do use you, really. You know what I mean? Like, if you broke or poor, what do you got? You know, and I'm not saying I was rich, but what I'm saying is, is that I was in a much better financial position. And once I had those falling outs, um, a lot of stuff made sense, you know? A lot of stuff made sense, which I will go into detail. So let's, let's get straight into it. And once again, welcome to Solo TV 84. My name is Solomon Jones. If you're watching this, this is a live stream. If you have any questions, please super chat it because I do have the PowerPoint presentation up. So I'm trying to move this along as quickly as possible, right? All right, so here I go. Number five, I became more selfish. You know, selfishness is looked at as a bad trade, but I was looking out for everybody else, right? When I started to become, or when I started doing better financially, that nobody was looking out for me. You know what I mean? Um, I would take friends, you know, me and friends would go out. Anybody knows me, I'm a generous guy. You know, I would, sometimes I would pay for drinks or food, things like that, right? Now, that might not sound like it's a lot, but it adds up. It adds up, especially if you go out as much as I used to. You know, I used to go out um, maybe twice Every other week, so that's maybe once a week minimum. That's just minimum, right? So no, in, in this society, in American society that we are, nobody really cares about you unless you can do something for them. See, when I was broke, you know, people who helped me genuinely, they were far and few between, guys. Very far and few between, right? And one thing that happened was when I started doing better again, because I had been in a position where I needed to blow off some steam, right? And so I started to work on my self-worth. That's something that I learned during monk mode because that's something that a lot of men lack, particularly black men. And I had to put value on my worth, not just for other people to respect it, but for me to respect it. Because people will treat you how you allow them, Right. And I had, to le- I had to let it be known that, hey, I wasn't going to put up with certain behaviors or, or certain people. And so because of a lot of these falling outs, um, you know, I had to cut people off. And there were a lot of lonely periods during that time. Hold on a second. Okay, audio is good. There were a lot of lonely periods during that time, but it was a good period because during that period is really where... I mentally um, focused on myself, on my well-being, not just physically, but also mentally, right? That's very important 
That is something that we seldom talk about. But mentally, you also got to put emphasis and time on your own well-being. And that's what I was doing, which actually leads to number four. Number four, I got rid of fake friends and travel, right? Now, I'll explain in a bit what I learned with that. But as I was saying earlier, I had multiple falling outs with people, including a best friend from high school. And you know what? I learned that friendship should be reciprocal. You know what I mean? Um, One of the things that happens is when you're in high school and you're in college, everybody's on the same equilibrium, right? Everybody's on the same level. However, what happens is, is that as you leave high school, as you leave college, um, eventually there are people in friendships that start to not reciprocate. Now, when I say reciprocal, when I'm what I mean by reciprocal, I'm not talking about, hey, I'm going to the bar, I'm buying you a drink, you're buying me a drink, right? Or I, I drive us to, you know, the, the lake so we can canoe or chill at the beach or the lake. And then next time you drive. No, what I'm talking about is, is that there should be mutual respect. There should be a lot of, uh, you know, mutual respect between each other. But what happens is, is that eventually people's egos get in the way because after high school or college, people attain a certain amount of success, whether it's degrees, their careers, families, girlfriends, etc. And people start to think that they're better than you. And that's one of the reasons why I really... When people ask, yo, you know, what does your girl look like? I'm really not into divulging my personal life like that, even with my close friends now, because then I I feel like we're getting into this dick measuring contest, right? And to me personally, it's just, I I don't really care for it because there there are a lot of people that think like that, that people they want to see, oh, what are you doing? Because they're comparing themselves to you, even though they say they're not, they are. Because the reason why they're doing that is because they want to see that, you know, they're doing better than you. So that way they feel superior. You know what I'm saying? And so at the end of the day, I learned that, you know what, friendships should be about respect. It's not about always about one-upping each other, right? I get it. I get that we one-up each other, you know what I'm saying, in life. But to me, it's just, it, it's kind of like pointless to talk about, oh, it's pointless now. For me to be always showing guys, yo, this is the girl I'm with, or this is this is what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I don't do that anymore. That's why when certain people do that with me, I just really don't get into it because I really, to be honest, I really don't give a shit what people do. I really don't. I, I'm be honest. I really don't give a shit about if you uh, have this going on or that because my mindset is this: if you're taking care of business, that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to be getting more money. You're supposed to have the baddest chick or you're supposed to, you know, get gains at the gym. That's my mindset. So I don't really, you know, I don't really hold guys up to the validation point anymore. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I sometimes still do it, of course, but I really don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of guys, they're looking to be admired by other men. That's what it is because they're still insecure with themselves. Now, another thing is, besides the falling out with friends that I was talking about, I also had a family member or a friend um, who was a good family friend had a falling out as well, always asking for favors. And here's the thing about this. When you start to do things for friends, next thing you know, when you give them an inch, right? And my uncle always used to say this, but when you give people an inch, then they take a foot. You feel me? 
And this is part of the reciprocation. And this is a huge issue I've noticed uh, among men. I got to keep it real. Not just women, but, well, with women, I don't expect it. Let's just be honest. But for men, they, they don't understand that concept of reci- reciprocation, of, of selflessness in a, in, a, in a relationship, right, in a friendship. You know what I mean? And the only guys that really understood that concept were guys that I had similar backgrounds with or military guys, right? And as you guys know, I have a lot of respect for military guys. You know, I come from a military family, so I uh, I, I get along with military guys a lot because they understand these concepts that I'm talking about. Now, one of the things I did was because of the um, – I had – like I said, it was numerous relationships that got out of hand where I felt people were using me. And I had to, I had to clear my head, bro. So, you know, I went to Chicago, like literally I went to Chicago like a month later just to clear my head. And I've been to Chicago a couple times. I got family over in uh, Bolingbrook, right, in, in Chicago, but they're not there anymore. But the, the pictures, the, the, this picture where the bulls, uh, you see the bull right there in the top, girl. That happened in Chicago, right? And the reason I'm using this picture is for a reason, right? So when I went to Chicago, I really explored the city on my own. I took the bus. Um, you know what I'm saying? I hadn't taken the bus at that point in, in a couple of years, and, and not in a different city like that. I really explored the South Side. I went to the African, uh, African-American Museum. Um, you know, I really, like discovered myself again. You re- you know what I'm saying? And um, this, this, the picture up top, there's a funny story behind it with me rocking the bear hat. Um, I went to a, a bar on a Sunday night in downtown Chicago, right? And there's a guy sitting next to me. This guy looked kind of like Colin Farrell, the actor. And, you know, me and him, we were just shooting the breeze or whatever. We were just talking. And, you know, it's, it was cool, like, just having a great conversation with, um, you know, with this guy, right? Having a great conversation with this guy. And next thing I know, this guy's like, hey, do you want to split a cab before, you know, so we can go to this club? Because I, I can get us in for free. And this was, like, right before Uber became very popular, right? So, like, I went there. Um, I said, sure, why not? I'll split the cab with you. But I had heard about this club. Now, if you're from Chicago, you may know it's called the Underground. It's like a premier VIP club. And I was like, how the hell are we going to get in? Because to get in this club, I'd heard the only way you're getting in is if you bring, like, five, six girls with you or you, you're buying a table, right? So we get to the door, and it's me and this Colin Farrell lookalike. And uh, we're trying to get in the club. And the guy was like, ah, you guys aren't getting in unless you get a table for 10 grand. All of a sudden, this guy gets on his cell phone. And then the Italian accent came out. He's like, motherfucker, you better come out here and tell him who I am, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's talking all this big money cash shit, right, on the phone, right? So I'm just like, I'm just confused because this guy is heated. Next thing I know, some guy comes up. Me and him, we get rushed through. Uh, the, the 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 entryway, all of that, we get VIP wristbands, and we just get in. And next thing I know, we walk in this club, 
it's nothing gorgeous women that I, I mean, I thought I was in Vegas for a second, bro. I mean, these were there were like model chicks dancing, gorgeous women, and there were girls coming up to this guy saying, Oh, how have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. And I'm like, looking at this guy, right? I'm like, who are you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he's looking at me, he's like, bro, I'm nobody. I'm don't worry about me. You know what I mean? Well, come to find out later on, me and the guy, we continue talking. This guy was like a local celebrity, right? Um, who was very well known in Chicago, a local celebrity, uh, fa- famous in Chicago, rich guy too. And and that whole night was just a blast. So the point of this story was I went out there. I didn't know anybody, but I met some cool people. I also met a cool couple. And I just really, just really, that trip rejuvenated me, right? Just exploring the city, uh, going to different places to eat, all of that stuff. And, you know, another thing that I did was I promised a buddy of mine, hey, I'm coming to Arizona. Those are the pictures down here, but I got to lose some weight. And he's like, okay, cool. Come whenever you're ready. And so I went to Arizona. And before I went, of course, I lost the weight. Thank God. And then I went to Arizona and we had a blast as well. And I was connecting with that buddy. He was an old friend that I, at that point, I hadn't seen him in over, over five, six years because he had moved to Arizona, and what well, it was longer than that, even if if I'm not mistaken, yeah, no, it was actually close to seven years, and I hadn't seen him that long, so we had reconnected, and that that's very important because, you know, sometimes some of your friends that you um are the are some of your best friends or coolest friends, they tend to move on, right? They tend to move on to bigger or better things, and. You, you ever notice that the people that get stuck in your town are the lazy bums or the the people that really are afraid to leave their comfort zone? But like the good people, you're the genuine, sincere people, they always tend to move on to bigger, better things. You've noticed that? That's what happens in life, right? You always should be elevating, right? And so me and that buddy, we got to reconnect, and it was a fun time, definitely. All right, guys, let me go to number three. Number three is going to be fun. No women, no problem. You see, this was probably my biggest um, my biggest hurdle in, in prior um, attempts of doing monk mode. And now when I say I was doing this, I wasn't conscious at the time that I was doing it. I mean, the term, I, w- I just, what I really wanted to do was I really wanted to get myself together. And I knew that for me to do that, my biggest temptation was women. And once again, I wasn't, you know, I was I didn't go through a divorce or anything, but you know, the validation of female is strong. Now, for me, the validation of females is when a woman is on her knees with my phallus in her mouth and she lets me orgasm in it. That's the ultimate form of validation for me, but I'm not trying to be too graphic. But I really, really during that time period, I really didn't pursue women. I didn't have a team or a roster. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really actively smashing. And and really, it, it, I got, you save a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? You save a lot of time. But guess what? I was still socializing. You know what I'm saying? And and, and so what I'm saying is this, like, um, for me, Monk Mode didn't mean I was, every Saturday night, I was sitting in a dark room with a candle lit meditating. 
Although if you do that, I'm not knocking that. But I was still socializing. And and because of that, because my mindset wasn't okay, now I'm trying to like chase every woman and like bunker buster her. Like my interactions with women became more organic. They became they became more authentic interactions, right? To the point now where um I started to make different social circles, um, to the point where women would approach me uh and even buy me drinks. And it was just a different mindset because women can pick up on the vibe. They that's true. Women can tell when you're thirsty, they can tell when you're hunting. And so the fact that even though I would go out and I would, you know, still socialize, I wasn't doing the whole, you know, PUA bullshit, set after set bullshit anymore. I was just trying to have fun and be in the moment and enjoy myself. And that opened up a lot of doors for me because of the fact that now I really was the cool guy that I always knew myself to be. You know what I'm saying? And it was just a great experience, right? So this definitely was a big, big hurdle that I overcame, and it was important. It was important for me, and I'm glad I did. Now, number two, you guys ready for number two? Like I said, I would be moving fast. Unless anybody got a question, go ahead and super chat it, because like I said, I'm, I'm, I want to keep this one moving, because people complain that my live streams sometimes are too long. So, All right, number two, here I go. Hold on, let's check the audio. Okay, number two, here we go. I guess the chat is a little quiet right now, so let's go. All right. Number two. I became more disciplined. This was also one of the biggest hurdles that I, I experienced. Um, I lost over 40 pounds. And, you know, I started tracking my calories religiously on this... Uh, App. Hold up. I still got the app. <laughs> I just never use it. Okay. The, the app is called My Fitness Pal. Great app. But I became really, I became a stickler to make sure all my calories were accounted for. And then if, if I was over my ca- ca- calories, then what, what I would do then is the next day I would try to make up for it. Right. I started to also eat better. You see the chicken and the salad. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of ranch dressing right there, Trojan. But, you know, a lot of chicken, eggs, bananas. I used to eat a lot of tuna, turkey bacon, right? A lot of that, man. Did, did a lot of home cooking, bro, which definitely something I'm working on right now. Because going out to eat is, is yeah, man. The calories stack up, man. The calories stack up. And then even, you know, I was so disciplined and motivated at the same time that I would even do two-a-days, right? do cardio in the morning, and then lift at night. And because of the monk mode, my mindset, my mindset was all about being better. And every anybody who hits the gym, you guys know that when you start to see gains or improvement, you get addicted to it, right? Because of the fact that now you're seeing something happen, right? And then sometimes you don't see it right away because you look at yourself every day, but other people notice it. So all of a sudden people were like, oh my God, Solo, you've lost a lot of weight or bro, you, you're getting really skinny. Like, you know what I mean? Getting strong. And so discipline really makes you mentally stronger. It, it gave me that stability that I needed because I've always been the type of person that, you know, 
that needed other people to motivate me. If some, if I got somebody there to push me, yeah, okay, I'm going ham, definitely, right? But at that period, man, there was nobody to do that. So I had to, you know, I had to follow these steps and I had a plan and I was, I was doing very well and I was sticking to that plan. You know what I mean? And that's one of the toughest things, toughest things to do for a lot of men. But discipline is definitely essential because of the fact that it it shows self-control. And that is something that I had lacked. And that's one of the reasons why I was always running around chasing after broads. You know what I mean? Number one. Now, number one, some people might laugh at my terminology, but number one, there's no other better way that I could put it. So number one, I learned to love myself. You see, I'm about to say something. Um, Michael Jordan, when he gave his retirement speech, he started to go over all the things that people did wrong. And I'm not comparing myself to Michael Jordan, but what I'm simply saying is is that Michael Jordan remembered when he got frozen out of the 1985 All-Star game. He remembered not making the varsity team as a sophomore. He remembered um, issues with him and Isaiah Thomas, all these things. And you know what? A lot of people call Jordan petty, but I get it because when I was in monk mode, any negative thing that I, I had experienced up to that point, I used that for fuel to motivate me. I was a beast, guys, seriously. And here's the thing. I get it. Like, like some, You see, I always have this saying when I do my motivational videos, right, that I always tell you guys, if you're dealing with red pill rage or anger, use that to propel you. And when you look at Jordan, who's arguably, in my opinion, the greatest competitor alive right now, this guy, he healed on to everything. And I get that. But the problem sometimes is, is that if you're not careful, that anger can consume you. That rage can consume you to the point that when I would see these people, sometimes I would I, like, oh, I almost got to a physical altercation because one of the guys that I thought was my best friend since high school, he wanted to talk to me, put his arm around me, and then I pushed him away. I'm like, nah, bruh. I mean, I was ready to fight. I was with the shits. Anybody who knows me in real life, you know I'm a live wire, man. I'm, I'm, I'm with the shits. So when the guy put his arm around me and I pushed him away, the other guy said, I was... I was like, yo, you guys ready to pop off? Let's go. I'm looking for a fight because that right hook, nice. But that left jab, even better. Facts. You know what I mean? So I had to learn to forgive myself for letting people use me. Because too often, when you're mad at somebody, you're mad at yourself too because of the fact that you allowed a person to mistreat you. You know what I mean? You allowed a person to mistreat you and then you were more angrier so. And so I, I had a phenomenal conversation, bro. And I really believe <clears throat> this conversation I had wasn't by accident. Damn, man. I'm, cho- I'm choking up. Choking up. <laughs> Choke it up, yo. Damn. 
I had this crazy conversation, man. Had this conversation, man. Fuck. Sorry, guys, but I had this it, this conversation changed my life. I, I, I was I was I was I was angry. I was I was I was so angry, guys. I was so fucking angry. I was fucking furious, and and even though I was I was having all the success and, and everything was starting to become good, this anger was starting to consume me, man. And I I, I really believe. That I don't know, man. Call me crazy. I, I I don't know that that God set this up. I don't know if it's an angel. I don't know, man. But I had this conversation with this old head. I was at Walmart, and and he just I don't know what it was, but he he was. I, he... <laughs> Fuck! I'm sorry, man. Let my emotions get the best of me, bro. But this conversation, this guy was different. He was dressed in a nice hat, right? Similar to the hat that you see in the picture. Um, And he had a nice suit on. He, he was dressed different. And we were at Walmart. And we had a conversation for like 40 minutes. You know, sometimes it's good just to talk to somebody, right? Even if it's a stranger who doesn't know you. Because when I was talking to him, he wasn't judging me, right? He 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 wasn't, you know what I'm saying? But we would just, it was just like, I was just bearing my soul to this guy. I didn't know who he was. He was just a stranger. And we had a conversation, man. And I was so angry. And this guy, I don't know what it was, but this guy was there at the right time. He was there at the right time, and I was there at the right place, man. We had a conversation. And that conversation, I think it saved me, man. And it really did, because I was just so angry at the time, so furious because of the things that happened in my life. And I always felt like, yo, people took my kindness for weakness. I just wanted to see everybody eat. I wanted to see all my friends eat, man. I would throw parties, spend crazy amount of money, never ask for a dime. Nobody ever helped, man. You know what I'm saying? And yet people always ask for more, 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 more. And it's 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 kind of like, yo, I was just furious at myself and I was mad at the world. You know what I mean? And and this guy was right there, man. This guy was a he was an elderly black man, dressed dapper, like I said. I, I've never seen a brother like him before in my city because you know, they don't dress like that. And I, I just professed to him, like, everything that was going on with my falling out. And he told me, look, you got to let that go. Let those people do them. Don't worry about them because they're not worried about you. You got to focus on you and you got to let that anger go. Now, obviously, I'm paraphrasing, guys, because it, it was 40 minutes. 
but I really needed to hear that those words, man. I really did because I was walking around angry. And that conversation allowed me to heal, man. It, it allowed me to forgive myself. And I can now say that I've forgiven those people. Some of them I haven't talked to. Um, one of them, my best friend from high school, the one, the main one, I hadn't talked to him like a real conversation. We hadn't had one for like four years. And then we had a conversation last year at a, at a mutual friend's wedding and we squashed it. But really, man, I had to set my pride aside and my ego aside. You know what I'm saying? I really did. And that allowed me to grow as a human being. I appreciate you guys, man. Like you guys don't, like I said, this, this is a, a very personal video. I, I'm not even going into all the details because it's so personal. And like I said, I'm, I don't know. I might have to write a book because a lot of stuff that happened is very personal, man. But I think you guys get the gist of what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? So I, so I learned to love myself. I also started to take more pride in my appearance. I started dressing better. Yeah, that's me at the, yeah, I know, right? I know Scream is like, is that a skinny solo? Yeah, that's me with the, the top hat down there at the bottom. You know what I mean? Um, and then that, that's a, a, a dude, he was trying to be a rapper in the city too. So shout out to him. I don't know if he's still trying to rap, but you know, you dress different. When you start dressing better, women take notice, you know, muscles is bulging. Um, and it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, I became more confident, not just with women, but also at my job. Also at my job. Hey, thank you guys for the support. I'm going to read the super chats here in a moment. I appreciate you guys, man. Uh, fuck. You know, now people, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I'm just being real with you guys, man. Like, sometimes in life you go through shit, man. You know what I mean? You just go through shit. Um, here's, here's the funny part, though. I can honestly say, even though I was in, in, in the best shape I had been in a long time, I was actually getting more girls as a chubby motherfucker, right? <laughs> I was than as a skinny guy. But I think that that was because when I... When you are in the mock mode, I was focused on the road to success. So even though I was, you know, once I got out of mock mode, we'll talk about what happened after, of course. So definitely. Um, you know, but yeah, you've got to learn to love yourself, man, and, and, and let that anger go, man. I, I, I can relate to, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm Michael Jordan, but I can relate to Michael Jordan getting up on that podium and starting to recount everything that was done wrong to him, man. But then also I look at it another way, and I see that that made him the greatest player of all time. But then I look at Jordan, and I know he ain't happy, because when I was at that point, guys, that anger was consuming me. Yeah, I was getting shit done. I was making more money. I was working out. I was traveling. But that anger can consume you. It can consume you. So even though you're getting results, it, it can consume you and you got to learn how to forgive people. And that's the toughest thing you can do. And that's why I'm, you know, I'm still crying because not only do you have to learn to forgive people, but more importantly, yourself, more importantly, yourself, you know what I mean? So that's why the conversation with that gentleman 
And I, I don't know, man. I think he's an angel. I don't know if not. I know some people are going to say I'm high or I'm saying something crazy. Listen, guys, I'm sober. <laughs> you know, I'm drinking water. I'm not drunk. But I really think that that man, that elderly black man that I met at Walmart, we talked for 40 minutes, bro. And I'm bearing my soul. There's a reason for that. And I think there's certain people that come in your life, and I don't think it's coincidental. I think they come in your life because, you know, whether it's just that one moment where I had the conversation with that elderly man, or you got a friend for a lifetime, there's certain people that you need in your life, or uh, uh, even if it's just for a moment, because you need to hear something. You feel me? You either need to hear something, you need to receive a message, or you need to let something off your chest. Now I mean, now I'm not going to say I was going to hurt somebody, but I have a lot of anger, bro. I have a lot of anger, a lot of anger. Okay. I appreciate everything. Now I'm saying now, <clears throat> now we're going to talk about, well, what happened after monk mode? Well, um, I'm human. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm human. So what happened? How did you backslide? I became comfortable. You feel me? I got to the ideal weight. I became comfortable. I started getting good reactions from beautiful women. Started bunker bustering with the force. You know what I'm saying? And that that's a bad combination. Bunker bustering, eating bad, partying a lot. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, the weight comes right back. Then, of course, uh, in 2016... This was a couple of years. Yeah, 2016, I had lost my job. So for those of you, remember, if you're OG Solo TV 84 viewers, remember in the summer from June to like mid-August, I was doing like four, five, six-hour live streams like two, three times a week? Yeah, because I didn't have a job, okay? So <laughs> that's why when I see people do six, seven, eight-hour live streams every day, I know they ain't got a job. Because that's the only way I could do those live streams and have energy to do them because of the fact that I would get on a live and shot. And, and, and I'm not discrediting some of those live streams because that was some of the best content on my channel, right? That's where I did the hooker prank calls. Does anybody remember that in the chat hit one? I don't know. Some of you guys may not may not have even been around, but anybody remember the hooker prank calls? Me and SPI Latino, when we did the, the Tinder, that was like the OG Tinder and POF videos that we did, right? That's when back then you could say some crazy stuff on uh, YouTube, man. If you remember those times at one, man. But yeah, so that 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 kind of set the uh, blueprint for a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now because of the fact that I was able to talk to a lot of guys. You know, we had Maurice on and and you know uh, Hybrid was back on those days. Uh, King Riches. We had all these Carl. That's when Carl came in. Remember that. We had a crazy stream. That's how Carl got introduced. Uh, Carl's first live stream. <laughs> I remember it so well. Carl's first live stream. He he came out of nowhere because that's back back in those days. That's when I used to like throw out the link, right? I don't do that no more, obviously. But back then I used to throw out the link and then I, I would let anybody hop on because back in those days, you know, we would have 20, 30 people watching at the most, right? And Carl came on, shout out to Carl, and he started talking about how to finesse guys off of POF using fake women's pictures. You know, kind of like what this belly deafine chick is doing with the water, except Carl was doing that, giving the game with the pictures back in 2016, man. 
So shout, shout out to Carl, man. Yeah, he's a real one, man. You know, but this is one of the reasons why, um, you know, guys, Mahmoud is not just um, something that you should do temporarily. I think it's a lifestyle, man. Just like if you go out partying and clubbing every week, that's a lifestyle. Or if you, you know, go hiking, it's a lifestyle. And I think that what I was trying to do and the reason I backslid is I was trying to balance it and I just couldn't. And that's why the discipline, the 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 foundation that I had, it, it fell apart. And that's why I'm going back to it. Now I'm happy that, you know, I mean, I lost 25 pounds earlier this year. Then I put 10 back on, but I'm, you know, I lost uh, 10. Yeah. Then wait, wait, 25, 10 back on. And I got to lose three more pounds. Then I'm a 10 back solidly, but I still got ways to go, man. I still got ways to go. I still got to drop another 40 pounds, bro. Facts. But I can do it. And I know I can do it because I got you guys supporting me. You know what I'm saying? You guys motivate me. I see you guys on Instagram posting pictures. You guys DM me talking about how much it means to you. So I know I can do it. I've done it before. And by the way, Mark Moore, this wasn't the first time I did it, but this was the most, um, to me, at the time, that was very important because of the fact that it wasn't just about losing weight and women. It was about everything. I had to re- reevaluate my life everywhere and be very self-introspective and, and make changes. Now, obviously, um, uh, I've since fallen back. Can't leave those snow bunnies alone, man. <laughs> right, Zanibos Clutch? Can't leave those bunnies alone. But I know I can do it because I got you guys supporting me. And, hell, even the haters who don't support me, they will still hold you to a certain standard, right? So that is what motivates me now, definitely. So I hope you guys got a lot of value from this. You know what I'm saying? Let me read the the, the super chats and the other chats. I appreciate the donations. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to Portuguese Midtow. I see you. You know what I mean? Josh Samuel, thank you. He says, you're a real one. I appreciate that. Stefan Bachman says, I feel you. Now, I mean, ain't no half step says, appreciate your testimony for all the benefits. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Shout out to Trojan. Says, we rock with you, bro. Subfighter says, you got it, Solo. Thank you. Um, thank you for the donation, Stefan Buckner. Or, you know, is this Stefan or Steven? Anyway, or Stefan, I don't know, man. That name can be pronounced like three different ways. He says, I feel you, bro. Thank you for the motivation. Elijah Jones, the second. Hey, thank you, Elijah. He says, solo, keeping it raw and real. Thank you. Queed Dog says, take your time. Yeah, bro. Dandaman says, the feels are real. Thank you. Unknown Pacifica is laughing. Okay, it is what it is. Swin says, we feel you, man. Appreciate the work you do. Shasta says, you okay? So, yo, I'm good now, man. I just, it's just sometimes when you when you go over certain t- periods of your life, you don't want to think about it because it brings back certain memories, right? That, that can trigger certain emotions, as you guys just heard. You feel me? Trojan says, it's always the old heads that give the best advice. Facts. If they're genuine, I, I totally agree with that. 
totally. I totally agree with that. Spy says, I think committed married men definitely have an advantage in life, not trying to smash every attractive chick you talk to, lifts a massive weight off your shoulders. I agree. That's why I'm doing monk mode again. I'm glad I'm here, bro. I'm 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 the same thing of guys wanting to see everyone win. Definitely have to learn to forgive yourself. I mean, the dream says, yeah, angels are real. Elijah says, you were at the right place at the right time. Synchronicities of life, facts. You know what I mean? Mr. Pump and Dumb says, I've been around since the beginning, bro. Shout out to you, Mr. Pump and Dumb. So do you remember the funky microphones? Well, talking about microphones, we're still dealing with this, right? So that's just what we do. Um, Xandal's Clutch is in the building. He says, I've been on monk mode since I moved out to Cali for work, but I'm making the most of it. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Antoine says, white women are very addictive. <laughs> Especially if they got cakes. You know them yams, player. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially those yams. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Nonstop, okay, good for him. I'm not sure what, you know, what you're trying to do by that. You know what I mean? Um, he says I should go live on a different time. Okay, well, listen, guys, I can't I can't synchronize my lives with other YouTubers, right? <sighs> Hold up, I gotta blow my nose. I'm sorry, I know that's nasty, but I gotta blow my nose. Um, because guess what? What am I gonna do? Email every YouTuber and say, hey, uh, you guys don't go live at 3 p.m. or 2:30 p.m. because I'll be going live. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's not how it works, man. You know, um, let me br- bring up the chat full full stream here. I-, I do appreciate you guys, man. I really do. The donations, I'm humbled. Uh, guys, if you're not following me on social media, follow me on Instagram, man. It'll be behind the scenes for the next skit that we're shooting. I just pray it doesn't rain because if it rains, then for the second week in a row, we can't do it. So, you know what I mean? He says, Mark Mode is good. Try a vegan diet. That sounds legit. Scott says, "What's your opinion of CRP? Is that that's that's Captain Red Pill, right?" Um, I, I mean, some of the stuff I've seen is good. I'm not gonna diss him. I mean, a lot of the stuff to me it's kind of basic because he's not telling, saying anything that I haven't heard before or that really is like wow. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that a lot of the stuff he's spitting, I already know. Um, but he's good. I'm not gonna deny it. You know what I mean? Ain't no half step says you are aiding people now to where you won't ever feel slighted. It took that for you to get there. You know, ain't no half step, and I I still do feel slighted sometimes, right? I I still I'm I'm human, man. But I I mean, you know, when you go to that dark place, fam, where you want to box somebody, then it's serious. You feel me? And I, listen, I'm the type of dude, look, I've bought, I always get into fights with guys that are bigger than me, right? When I say bigger, I'm talking about like buffer or taller, you know, but listen, man, my Bob and Weave game back in the day used to be good, bro. Facts. I know a lot of people might find that hard to believe, but all jokes aside, man, um, I, I don't, I don't think everything has to be met with aggression and violence. You know, I, I really don't. Shalal says, salute, bro, the most high will help. Yeah, the most high will definitely help. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
but you also got to take that step to um, want to get to that that level. You know what I'm saying? You got to get to that step where you really want to, you got to humble yourself. And that's hard. <laughs> that's hard for a lot of people to do, especially for men, for us to humble ourselves and whatnot. But I've, I've had many points in my life where I've been humbled, bro. Trust me on that. That's why you never hear me pop off about, oh, I've been with this many women and I, I'm, a, I'm a super player and I got this type of car. And this, uh, that's why you never hear me talk like that. Because guess what? The Lord giveth and he taketh away, man. Facts. I mean, I'm going to try to box Clutch. Okay. Good luck with that, man. Because Clutch isn't, Clutch is getting lean mean, man. You know what I'm saying? Clutch is a lean mean machine, bro. Uh, Richard Nyack says, when you try to achieve something, try to internalize your thoughts. Don't tell anyone. Amen. Exactly. I don't know. Probably shouldn't have said that I'm trying monk mode again. But anyway, (laughs) this is my experience, so it is what it is, right? But, you know, I mean, yeah, I have certain goals, guys, not just for my channel, but in life that I don't share with anybody, not even my, my parents or my lovers. Well, you know, when I had female lovers, that's what I mean by that. I don't share that shit with nobody, man. I keep a lot of stuff, by my, you know, to myself. That's why this is, this is therapeutic, man. This is therapy like Black Ram 313 says, bro. That's why I can come here and cry because this shit, I'm really, like, man, like, you can't really, like, talk to a lot of people about this stuff because who's, like, a lot of people aren't willing to listen. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people aren't willing to listen, man. That's the truth. Because a lot of people just don't give a shit. Like, like it'd be the people closest to you sometimes that don't want to listen because they don't give a shit because they'd rather tell, talk to you about their problems, you know? But it's, 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 I want guys to know, man, um, whatever you take away from this, you know, my main thing is this, don't, don't, don't let the anger consume you to the point, don't let the anger consume you to the point that you, you want to put, do harm to somebody, man. I mean, go to the gym, hit that punching bag. You know what I mean? Um, but don't let that anger consume you. Cause like I said, I don't think I was going to kill, I'm not going to say I was killing somebody, but. I did want to. I did want to box a couple people. Scream! I did. I wanted to shoot the fair one with a few people. But you know, anybody, if you've ever had that rage, man, and I'm not that type of person. It take. Listen, you guys know me. It takes a lot to piss me off. It takes a lot to piss me off. But if you piss me off, then shit gets scary, because of the fact that I, I have you know a lot of patience with people and situations. That for me to get to that level, you really did something to to get me there. You know what I'm saying? By the way, not to change the topic, but has anybody seen uh, Stranger Things season three? Yo, Whew. it's lit, bruh. That's all I got to say. It's litty. You know what I mean? I really appreciate you guys. Um, continue to support. You know, even if you didn't donate, hit the like button, man, because that shows that you support. The, the content, the movement, you feel me? Um, trying to give you guys the best content possible. Uh, I got a crazy interview. I'll say it for those who are live now. I got a crazy interview with a new cat coming out. Uh, he's one of the young gunners, man, coming out here in the, the manosphere. You may have heard of him. His name is Get Right MJ. Some of you guys may know who he is. This cat 
he came out of nowhere, but guess what, man? He's going to blow up. We're going to put him on Solo TV 84, and he's going to get that Solo Stimulus Package, the same one that AMS got, the same one that my boy Stefan Klinscales got. Get, get right, MJ's, you know, oh, he's he's got next. So shout out to him, bro. You know what I mean? Shout out to him. Solo, I was watching the TV show on Netflix. You saw with the nice guy, Sim, caging up his crush and her boyfriend. This dude was watching her getting smashed by other dudes. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. the What's the name of that show, uh, Scream? I forgot the name of it. I might have to do a review, man, because that is on some incel shit. That guy was on some incel, but he he was a Chad too, which was weird because he had like incel tendencies. But he was a, he, he but he looked like a Chad. But but what's the name? Uh, scream of the show. I forgot the name of that show. But that show, I I, I probably got to do a review on that show. That show is wild, man. It's on Netflix. It's something about so this guy's following this Arthur. And he becomes like obsessed with her and starts like stalking her via social media in her real life. It's kind of like the new version of Dexter. And then he some somehow then he gets into her life. And it's really a, an interesting show. I might have to do a, a, a review on it. I, I might have to do a review on it. But anyway, guys, thank you for the support. Um, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you guys. Sorry for, for crying, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, hey, man, sometimes when you think about shit, where you've been in life and, 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 and some of the roads you have traveled and, and the, the dark places you've been and, and how life is so different now. I mean, my life isn't perfect by any means, but um, I'm very thankful and humble, man, to share my experiences with you guys. So I'm very blessed. I'm very thankful. God bless all of you guys. Listen, if you... Are going through a tough time, email me, man. If you need somebody to talk to, email me, solotv84 at gmail.com. You feel me? Don't don't go out there feeling like you got to hurt somebody, man. Please don't hurt somebody. Um, you know, that's all I can say, man, because at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. And you know what? Even though it may test your character, it may test your limits, you will become stronger because of it, and you will become better. And it made me a better person. But it also made me wiser in regards to picking up my friends and people that I trust. That's all I got to say. Solo TV 84 and I'm out, man. Peace.